is all the learning as we conclude the month of Av. We thank our generous sponsor, Eastern Union, as the Zechon Nishma, as the Chesel Shagum, and Avram Yehuda, as all the Rechel Basham Shinar and Tzvi, the learning of the entire Chabura. Should be a tremendous chosil nishmasa, as well as today on Shabbos Mavarchim, the daf is being sponsored as a schos for Yisrael Lesser, whose bar mitzvah is today. The learning of the entire chabura should be a tremendous chos as he is oila into gadvlos. He should be a ben teir just like his grandfather. And Amir Tzashem, the learning of the entire chabura should be a tremendous schos for him and his entire family, as well as our chayim men of Avigah Chaim Misar Shalom Zivin Reitzel Zar Bas Kenendi Bas Zivin Bas Chayim Zayus Al Mindol Eliyad the President Shalei Shalom Bas Naomi Bas Shavim Bas Yechano Real Kachay Bas Mili Brachas. And finally, a sponsor that is a special schos refuah shleima for shleima ben rezel and mirza shem. He should have a refuah shleima bekarayv. We pick it up on the top of Lamed Beis Amid Aleph, the second line. Tanu Rabbanan. We just finished a lengthy discussion about a lulav gizula, a stolen lulav, and on a similar theme. Says the Gemara today, Tanur Abanan, Sukkah Gezula. What is the status of a so- stolen sukkah of a Mesachah Or one that puts up his chach that makes the sukkah of Shasarabim a very, very prevalent issue, a very big point of controversy. Certain times people just put up sukkahs in the middle of the street and they say, yeah, what's the difference? Big difference, it could be a stolen sukkah. So says the Gemara, what is the Allah of Lezer? Paisel, the Chachamim Machshirim. Says the Chachamim, it is kosher. Says Rav Nachman, let's explain this a bit deeper. Om Rav Nachman, Machloik is Bishatoikim is Chaveiroi. You grab your friend, Voitzio Mizugasa, and you pull him out of his sukkah, and you steal his sukkah. For Avliyazir, let's say me, why is Avliyazir all this possible? Damar, he says, Ain Adimizich Chaveiroi, Bishugasa Chaveiroi, is that your sukkah? Says Rav Eliezer, you're not yoyt to the mitzvah. And so on that point, says the Gemara, let's understand this. Ikar can exeles, if land can be stolen, sukkah Therefore, it's going to be a stolen sukkah. Ikar v'inami, ikar ka'inun exeles, and if you're going to tell me you can't steal land, then what is it? Sukkah Then it's a borrowed sukkah. And therefore, that is what Rav Eliezer says, whichever way you cut it, either it's stolen or it's borrowed, it's not yours. Therefore, you're not yet to the mitzvah, says Rav Eliezer. Verabon and the Chacham will discuss what they all the time, according to their reasoning. You can, yes, be yet to your mitzvah with your friend Sukkah. And they as well hold the Karkain and Exelas. And the land cannot be stolen, which we see is now a fundamental debate between the Chacham and Rav Eliezer. Can land be stolen? Chachamim say no. Rav Eliezer doesn't make a difference. Say the Chachamim can't be stolen. So what is this sukkah? If you grab your fence, throw him out of the sukkah, and sit in this sukkah, what is it? But sukkah shuli. And it's a borrowed sukkah. And we just said, the Chachamim old, that you can yes be say your mitzvah with your friends, Sukkah. And therefore, Eliezer says it's possible, and Chacham say it's kosher. Avol, that is one case. That's one scenario. Grab your friend, throw him out, and sit in his sukkah. Avol, what about the more classic, quintessential way that someone thinks of a stolen sukkah? Avol, you stole wood and you put chach on them. Everyone holds. All you have to do is pay back the value of the wood. And the sukkah is yours. So even the Rebbe Yezer is going to hold your yes, your mitzvah, if you steal the wood, because all you have to pay back is the value of the wood. But the sukkah, the wood itself, you're able to be say your mitzvah. Mimai, where do I see this? Says the Gemara, I'm the Diktani, for the fact that it says, What were the two cases we start off today on the second line? A sukkah, or you put up the schach, and 
Marishas Arabim, Karka Lav Didehu, Sukhanami Lav Karka Didehu. Just like Rishas Arabim is not your land, so too Sukkah is not your land. And therefore, says the Gemara, that is the case that's a machlek. Is when it's not your land. What's the case of not your land? When you grab your friend and you throw him out of the sukkah. But in a more classic and typical case of a sukkah gizula, when you steal the wood and you put the schach on it, in that case, but everyone is going to agree, all you have to do is pay back for the value of the wood, and you will, yes, be yitzi your mitzvah. Says the Gemara, a bit of a story to bring out this point. Ayisabta, there was a woman, also the Kamezer of Nachman. Amr she said to him, Reish Galusa. The Reish Galusa, the Kula Rabbanan, the Reish Galusa, the Sukkah they're all sitting in a stolen sukkah. Subchad, she's screaming, screaming. No, everyone's in a stolen sukkah. V'loi ashkach, why no one listened to her? Says the Gemara, why didn't no one listen to her? Rab Nachman, excuse me, um, excuse me, V'loi ashkach, why Rab Nachman? Rab Nachman didn't listen to her. Omro lei, she said to him, It's a da'avale, da'avua, t'las me'av, atimli, sorry, avde. So she says, to Ram Nachman, a woman whose forefather has 318 servants, referring to Avram Avinu. Savcha screams, Kamaychah, in front of you, and you don't listen to her. I don't understand. I'm telling you, everyone's in a stolen sukkah. Why is no one paying any attention to me? Amr Lahus, Ram Nachman, finally responds and says, Ram Nachman, let me explain to you what's going on over here. Amr Lahus, Ram Nachman, that this woman, what does she have? What's her claim? They stole my sukkah. You know what the claim is? On the value of the sukkah. On the wood of the sukkah. Like we said a moment ago. If you steal wood and you build it into a sukkah, according to all opinion, is not a problem. This woman's a crier. And all you have to give her is the value of the wood bilvad. But the sukkah is a kosher sukkah. And it's not a problem that all the chachamim are sitting in it. That's a story that brings out our point. That if you steal wood and build a sukkah, might it be the nicest thing, you're ever in Gizela, you have to pay back for that which you stole, but Lamaisa the Sukkah is kosher. Amra Avina Haikashura de Matalasa, says Ravina the beam of a Sukkah de Gizula is stolen, Avde Rabbana Taikanta, the Rabbana made a Taikana, Misha Taikana is Marish, because of the Taikana of the beam, which we'll explain in a moment, and the Sukkah is kosher. What's the Taikana of a beam? Sukkah is, if I steal a beam and I build it into my old house, do I have to break down my house? Says Chazal, no. You know why? Because if we require you to do that, no one's going to ever want to return that which they stole. And rather, we let the person just pay back the value. Similarly, if you steal a beam and you build it into your sukkah, that we're, we're going to say the sukkah is okay and just pay back the value of the beam. But on this, the Gemara explains, Pshita, of course. Maishnamaitzim, this exact same case. What was the previous case? It was a case of wood. And in the previous case, what do we say? Just pay back the value. So too over here, it's the same thing. What's the big chedish over here? Takonas marish. Explains the Gemara. Ma'udatim, I would have thought, Eitim shchichi avalhai. Maybe only by wood, which is a common case. But maybe this is not such a common case. Maybe you're not yaitzin, you have to actually return the beam. Kamash Malone, you're yes, yaitzin, all you have to give back is the value of the beam. So when related did bring out a similar point, but a bigger chedish. But in this explains the Gemara, Hanimili, this is only. Begay Shiva, within the seven days of Sukkah, is that we don't make you break down your Sukkah to return the beam. Avalubasar Shiva, Hadar Be'ena. But after seven days, you got to return the beam like you took it. V'yichavroi Be'ena, what the Gemara says, but if you attach the beam with tit, or if you attached it with cement and you really built it strong, Filach Hashem Anami Yahavla, Demei Tana, even after the seven days, all you have to give back is the value of the beam and not the beam itself. So two cases 
bringing out the same point that when someone steals wood, what do you return? The value of the wood. And are you good to the mitzvah? The answer is unequivocally yes. Says the Gemara Tana. We learned in a Mishnah, Yavesh, puzzle. A Lulav, which is dry, is puzzle. And Rabbi Yudah Machshir. Rabbi Yudah says it's Gashir. Says the Gemara, oh my Rav, let's explain this Machlaikis. Belulav de Rabbanan. Savri, Machshir, Lulav Esrik. When it comes to a Lulav de Rabbanan, hold. A Lulav is like an Esrik. Ma Esrik, Bali Hadr, has to be beautiful. Af Lulav, Bali Hadr. Has to be beautiful. And a dry Lulav is not beautiful. For Rabbi Yudah Savar, no. Loi Machshir, Lulav Esrik. We do not equate the two. Avol be Esrik. Divere Akol, Adar be Inan. Everyone agrees by an Esraig, it has to be Hadar, it has to be beautiful, and everyone will agree, agree, agree that a dried out Esraig is not kosher. Says the Gemara, one second. What did we just say? We just said, by an Esraig, everyone agrees, it has to be beautiful. But by a Lulav, it's a point of contention. Rav Yudah says, no, the Chacham say yes. Says the Gemara, is that true? But we learned in the Mishnah. Rav Yudah says that if you have a spread out lulav, you got to tie it on the top. My time, why does Rav Yudah require you to tie the lulav together? Seemingly, you know what the reason is? Because you want to have a beautiful lulav. So too, over here, a dried out lulav should not be kosher. Why are we saying that? Why? Nasser, everyone agrees it's puzzle. But by a lulav, Rav Yudah, it's kosher. Seemingly, the same way Rav Yudah should require you to bind it together is because he needs it to be harder. Answers the Gemara Allah, that's not the reason. Kinnatani, Taimi, you know what the reason is. Rav Yehuda, Aymer, Mishim, Rav Tarbin, Kabbais, Tamarim. The Torah calls, calls the Lulav a Kabbais, Tamarim. The branch of the deep palm. Kafos, excuse me, it has to be tied up. Kafos, Vimayaparod. And if it's spread out, Yichtefenu, tie it up. Yichtefenu, tie it up. So says the Gemara, the reason why Rav Yehuda requires you to tie up the Lulav is not because it has to be beautiful. And in reality, a dried out lulav, Rav Yudah would say he's kosher. You know the reason why Rav makes you tie it up is because it's like kosher of kapas tamarim, has to be kafos, it has to be bound up. Asks the Gemara, hadr. is that true what you just told me? Another question, that is it true that Rav holds doesn't have to be beautiful, but it's not Yehuda. Rav Yudah says you only bind a lulav with something of its own type. Abiminai, my time, but what's the reason? Seemingly, the reason is it has to be beautiful. And if it's not the same type as the binding, it's not beautiful. Says the Gemara, that's not the reason. explains Really, you're able to tie up the lulav with an ivy, a sieve, or ikra to dikla, the trunk of the palm tree. So, what's the reason that has to be beminai? Elo, the reason is my time with Rav Yehuda the Hasam because Savar lulav sarich eged. It's a different thing. Rav Yehuda's of the opinion. That Rav Yehuda holds, excuse me, a lulav needs to be bound together. And therefore, binding it is not some additional, uh, nice beautification aspect, but rather is intrinsic. The binding is intrinsic. And therefore, vimaisi mana achrina, mina achrina. And if you bind it with a separate entity, havlechamisha minim will be a fifth man. And that's the reason why. So it says the Gemara, you know why Rav Yehuda requires to bind it? Kapwis tomorrow and bound together. I, we found it as we bound together with the same type. Why? Seemingly for beauty, says Gemara. No, that's not the reason. Review the holds that binding is so intrinsic and integral that the binding itself is part of the mitzvah. And therefore, if you bind it with an item which is not normal, it's going to be considered a fifth min and not arba minim. And that would be an issue. Says the Gemara, okay? 
You defend the Lulav. Let's move on to Esrik. Six lines to the bottom. With Esrik, me by Rabbi Yudah Hadar. By an Esrik, does Rabbi Yudah require to be beautiful? Like we said, everyone holds us to be beautiful. Just like you cannot subtract from the Dalit medium, you cannot add on. Don't use instead of the Esrik a quince, a remind of a pomegranate. And not a lemon, it's an esrog or nothing. Kemushin, ksherim, if it's withered up, it's kosher. Yevashim, sulim, if it's dry, it's bustle. Rav Yehuda, and this is the clincher. Af Yevashim, you're even allowed to use a dry lulav. Ve'omer Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda continues to explain. Ma'isa, as you move over to. Lamed Elf on the base says of Yehuda, Ma'isa ben Ekrochem, there's a story in the large city, Shayam Ma'irish, that's Lame Lamey ben Ayam. They would give over the loving to their children as an inheritance. And therefore, what do we see, says Zimbara? We saw a minute ago that Rav Yehuda said everyone held that the Esrug has to be a Hadar. We see clearly Rav Yehuda disagrees. We see clearly that Rav Yehuda is holding does not need to be other. Answers the Gemara, Amr Lehem, Yisham Raya. You're asking from there. Ain Shasat Chak Raya. That obviously was quite a matter of the degree of need that they used to give over the Lul of an to the children. So you cannot bring a Raya from there. But says the Gemara, Ketani Mios, what do we see at the end of the day? Excuse me, they gave their Lul of to their children. But Ketani Mios, what do we see at the end of the day? Rav Yudah Imer, Af Yevashin Kshirim. On the bottom of the Amir, what's Rav Yudah teach us? That even a dried out Esrog is kosher. My love, I asked, and therefore we see Rabbi Yudah does not require Hadar, does not require it to be beautiful. Answers Gemara, Loi, Alulav, Rabbi Yudah was referring to the Lulav, but indeed the Esrog Rabbi Yudah would agree has to be beautiful. And therefore, what we said originally on Amad Aleph, that everyone agrees that Esrog needs to be Hadar, beautiful. Rabbi Yudah agrees. I, we saw in our Brice, seemingly Rabbi Yudah allowed one to something dry, says the Gemara, that's only by the Lulav and not. By the Esrik. Omar Mar, let's go back into that previous Raisal. You cannot add on to the Dalit Minim. Shita, it's obvious. Answers the Gemara, Mao, the Tema, I would have thought, I love Amar Rabbi Yehuda. Since Rabbi Yehuda said, Lulav Sarach Aigid, you have to bind up the Lulav. Therefore, you would have thought that Rabbi Yehuda holds, if you bring an extra min without binding it, Rabbi Yehuda is going to hold, it's not a problem, because it needs to be bound. And if it's not bound, there's nothing. So maybe Rabbi Yehuda would not have an issue adding on a min, Kamash Malan, that if you add on a min, even if it's not bound together, it's going to be a problem, says the Braisa. Amar Mar, great, that was one part of the Braisa. Another part of the Braisa. You don't have an asteroid, don't bring a quince, don't bring a pomegranate, don't bring a lemon, don't bring anything. Says the Gemara, Pshita, of course. Answers the Gemara, the Dema Lisa, you should be bringing even a lemon. There's a halamine, you should bring a quince and a lemon and a pomegranate in the place of an asteroid. Why? You know why? We don't want people to forget that there was a din of an asteroid. And if a, a time is that they don't have a asteroid, you take your lulav, a dasman, rub, it's not an asteroid, people will forget it. So you would have thought, bring a quince, just so you don't forget the requirement of that and meet him. Explains the Gemara, no, don't do that. You know why? Because Kamash Mulan said that the Chorba Mined all times, that they'll become a destruction. They're going to think that you're even allowed to use a quince and a pomegranate, and there could be a terrible destruction, and therefore we're not going to allow you to use that, even in a place of an asteroid, even when we're nervous that you're not going to have anything else, still do not take your quince or your lemon for your Dalid Minim. Says the Gemara, okay, we finally finished 
Esrog Hader, Lulav Hader, Machleg is by Lulav, everyone agrees by Esrog. A Braiso, which seemingly was a question, Rabbi Yehuda, we defended that by saying something about Lulav. We went through two other parts of the Braiso with regard to adding on what was the Chiddush. We went through the part of the Braiso, what's the Chiddush of that not bringing you a Rimoin or a Quince. Now says the Gemara, Toshima. Let's flip the coin. Let's bring a raya that an esrog needs hader. Tashma esrog ayyashin pasul and all that stuff is pasul. Rav Yudah machsher. Rav Yudah says kasher. Tiyofta the rava tiyofta says the gemara. That's it, rava. I'm sorry, you are wrong, and that is how the gemara concludes because we see that there is an opinion that holds you could use an old esrog. Seemingly, an old esrog is not beautiful, so we see that not everyone agrees you need a beautiful esrog, and that is how rava is unfortunately. Disproven. Says the Gemara, one second. Let's go back. Is it true that the Lula Esrog does not need to be Hadar, but not to now learn to the Mishnah? Hayar Kikaris, even Esrog is green like a leek. Ramir Machshavi the Baisel. If you just says it's possible. La Mishon the Bay Hadar, why is it possible? Because it's not Hadar. Seemingly a question answers. Gemara Loi, Mishad Loi Kamar Peira. It's not a complete peri. And the truth is, this comes out to be a chedesh. That it's not a complete peri. That's why Rebidah says it's possible. Explain to Mepharshim. But if it is a complete peri, even if it's green, it's going to be kosher. No one has to be nervous for the greenness argument. Because green is only an issue when it's not a complete peri. When it's raw and it's not ripe. But if it is ripe, it's going to be kosher, even if it is green. Tashimah says the Gemara. Shir Asher Katan. What is the size of small eggs? So Gemara Mekeg is a walnut. Rebidah Mekebeah like an egg. La Mishad by other. Why does it have to be that size? Rebidah says an egg seems because we want it to be beautiful. Let me show him again the Legumar Pri, which is not a complete entity without that. Toshima says the Gemara, let's try again. What's the maximum size of an asteroid? Two hands with one asteroid. Give your Rabbi Yehuda, excuse me. Rabbi Yehuda says, excuse me, two in one hand. Rabbi Yehuda says, two in one hand. Esrog in two hands. My time, what is the reason why Rabbi Yudha says what he says? It has to be beautiful. And therefore, having such a large Esrog is not beautiful. Says Since Rabbi says, You're right, and you're in the left. You're going to have to switch them. And come to pass, look, that's going to be so big. So you're not going to be able to maneuver them in your hands. And that's the reason why Rav Yudah requires it to be a smaller esrog, not because necessarily it's more beautiful. Ask the Gemara one final question. What does it mean, Hadar? It means that it's beautiful. It doesn't mean beautiful, excuse me. It means Hadar, that it grows from year to year. And that is the drasha of esrog. Says the Gemara, okay. Let's move on to the next part of the Mishnah. What was the next part of the Mishnah? Shalashira, Shalir Nidachas. Do you know that to take a lulav from an Asherah tree or a city that is content to be destroyed in Ira Nidachas? Says the Gemara, Shalashira, Apostle. Aye, is that true that a Asherah tree is possible? Don't take it! So how can you tell me of an Asherah's puzzle? Answers, Gemara, Asherah, the Moshe, Askinon, we're talking about Asherah tree all the way from Moshe Rabbeinu, the Kavasei, excuse me, the Kavasei, Michta Shira, it's considered to be chopped down, there's no shear to it, and therefore, the Kanami and the Zorayat, the Ketani Dimit here, and the Dachash our case of a, a shira tree is similar to near Nidachas that it's not kosher because it's lacking in the shira. It's like it's chopped down. It's ready to be destroyed. Similar to near Nidachas, but it is true a lulav would theoretically be able to be used. Bidiyavid, I should say, for a lulav for Sukkis. Nikdam Roishai. Let's just get into the next piece of Gemara. 
as it's a little bit early. Says the Gemara Nikta Amrisha, if the head of the Lulav is chopped off, we said in the Mishnah, it's possible. It's only if the top is cut off, but the top is split open. Kosher, it's kosher. Says the Gemara, really? Vinista kosher. Fatani learned in a brisa. Lulav kafof. If the lulav is bent over, turning over to tomorrow's daf. Lamebizam and alif. Kavot. Sadok. Alkam dumi damagal. Puzzle. Charot. Puzzle. Dumil charot kosher. Says the brisa. If it's kavot, if it has thorns, if it's sadok, if it's split open, that's the crucial ingredient. Alkam dumi damagal. It's curved. Puzzle. But charos, if it's just very hard, then it's puzzle. It's not so hard, then it's going to be kosher. What do we see? We see over here that if it's split, it's puzzle. Not like we just said. What is the case where it's going to be kosher? Is if it's made like a hymnic. And that is going to be the difference between the bright that says the split of his puzzle or a kosher. We'll pick up from here.